welcome to episode 165 of the Startcast, Prasad Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, Brody. Hello. James. Hello. And Stephen. Howdy, y'all. Stephen, <laughs> have you finished Red, uh, Resident Evil yet? Oh, gosh, no. I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm close to the end of one of the campaigns. Uh, if I say something, if I say sewer, am I sort of over halfway, James? How are you only up to that point after so long? <laughs> look, look, I've been In, busy, okay. Yeah, well. I wow. assumed your coaching would have got him further through by now, James. Oh, I haven't I just spoken saw... to Steven for a long time. I just saw Mr. X for the first time, so I think I'm even further behind. Yeah, wow. Well, I'm, at least it's still people are still playing it. That's all that matters, <laughs> right? You've been too busy right. watching a ton of movies, though, haven't you, Brody? I've watched a few movies, yeah. I had a, yeah. I had a good weekend while watching movies. I Mainly because um, I, was, I was at my girlfriend's and she doesn't have internet, so it's all, right. we, can do. It's all we can do. Yikes. <laughs> it's it's I, rough. I think uh, James, Stephen, and I are all on the Letterbox bandwagon, right? Yes. I was trying to suss this out from Twitter mm-hmm. before. Letterbox, I, I'm with these guys. Letterbox is great. You should you should get on it. But as we've established, there's no app at the moment for it. Yeah, all the same. You can still get it up in your web browser. And yeah, once the app right. comes back online, you can... Uh, all right, maybe I will. Maybe Get I will. started, Brody. <laughs> you have to go through your backlog. Uh, but it's <laughs> it's not just movies you've been busy playing, though, Brody. You've also been reviewing some games too. You published uh, your Metro review in the week. What yep, did you yep. make of the game? Um, I was a little bit disappointed with it. I I gave it a seven. Um, if no, I don't really talk up liking the Metro games all that much, but I was mm. a big fan of Twenty Thirty Three and Last Light. And um, I just think everything those games did well, this one sort of strayed from. It strayed from God's light, if you will. <laughs> it, um, they sort of they went with the open world gimmick, which I think fell flat really badly. Like, um, it's not so much an open world as it is you get plopped into like say three consecutive slightly large hub areas right. that that don't have a great deal to do in them. Um, mm. So then it's just exploring for the sake of it. And, like, they hit on a lot of things that, like, I just didn't really think suited Metro. Um, Like, mechanically, it's still, like, really good. Like, the the gunplay is still, like, challenging. Um, Just in its nature, I think it's a bit... I called it sloppy at first. I thought it was a bit sloppy, but it's just not as tight as, like, you would expect, I guess. But that's... Okay. I guess I guess that's what they're going for. Being so like, a, was it a, a, was it a matter a, then of like the more sort of like focused, linear sort of structure kind of helped? Yeah, I, th- I think. I, yeah, I think that is what, and like the atmosphere, which was sort yeah. of lost a little bit in these open areas. The game's like it's really beautiful. Like it's a really good looking game, mm. and um, and it's just, the only other sort of negative that I had was that it was a little bit unstable. All right. Like I like during my playthrough, I had, you know, probably like half a dozen like hard crashes mm. and um <clears throat> and it was just a little bit buggy like you know so let you- me tell you about unstable so i'm i'm playing anthem for review at the moment um, i'm very curious about this as I'm far as curious. i know the embargo is lifted so i think i'm i'm at like free reign to talk about it but I, i'm still yes. taking the time to we're, we're to not live so it's okay <laughs> yeah that too um but uh i'm taking like i'm taking the time with my review um i want to try and make sure i experience all there is and and get a good sort of feel for all the systems and the multiplayer aspect and stuff but 
it's also going to take me a time just because the amount of bloody load screens in this game and how long they freaking take. I've um, heard this. Yeah. I should I should preface this with I, I'm running on a running on a playing on a PC um, that is an aging PC, but it's still got enough power in there to run the game at medium sort of graphical settings at a steady sort of like 50 to 60 frames, um, depending yeah. on sort of the area of the world that I'm in. Um, but these load screens are sort of like two to three minute go and make a cup of coffee sort of load screens um and as far as i know i'm not the only person experiencing them as well yeah Um, i've been hearing similar stories talking to a friend at work who's been playing it on a quite beefy pc and like yeah supposedly yeah there's those two or three minute load screens and even just like switching screens like apparently changing gear in your inventory it's like a three four minute sort of endure like ordeal it's yeah, like that you can sounds hit, really like crap. you can hit the m key to open your map and it takes like a solid 15 seconds to just load your map that's, um and that's even when good. you're in the game world it's still loading in textures and stuff i've gone into enemies like i've gone sorry i've like gone to a waypoint on my map um for there to not be anything there and i'm taking <laughs> damage from invisible enemies and i have wow. to wait for those animation like those objects to load in so i actually know where the bloody targets are to start shooting like <laughs> i'm actually good like God angered playing the game it's really upsetting because i I was excited for this game as you guys know um i was looking forward to it and it's just in a state at the moment i do wonder how it runs on uh like consoles i wonder if it's just a case of like really bad optimization or if it's maybe like uh, the majority of people i know are playing on pc at the moment but then um i have spoken to at least one other that's playing it on an xbox one x and they're having similar issues um yeah so I'm hearing a lot of issues, not issues, they're not technical issues, but I'm hearing a lot of gripes with how the game puts like grind gates on your progress, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I'm at one of those at the moment where um, it's not really spoiling anything, where you're kind of like given um, a bunch of different areas that you have to kind of go in and kind of access and acquire information from. But to get into each area, you need to have completed like a number of objectives. And there are things mm. like open 15 chests and complete five world events and can kill however many enemies like stuff that i kind of don't really like uh, live like world events for instance that's the one i, w- I thought i'd try to tackle first um thinking that they would sort of uh, like regularly sort of occur and they would be placed on the map and i could knock them off quite quickly in the way that destiny does brody um yeah. but uh yeah like I would get to world events to wait like a couple of minutes for something to load. Um, and yeah, like, I, I don't know. It's just really kind of frustrating. Um, yeah. Which is I a mean, shame because when you're like, when it is like working um, and you're like engaged in a battle and everything's running ship shape, um, it's, it's going great. Like the, like the gameplay is great. The movement's, really fluid like it's it's awesome the sort of control you have over javelin i've been like flying about zipping from cover to cover and stuff like mechanically it's it's really sound um mm. but, yeah, it sounds really similar to like it sounds really similar to like vanilla destiny like what it was at the start because you know that wasn't that wasn't really a, it wasn't a cup of tea like they had yeah they had, the, they had similar issues with public events like you'd be grinding for a the gear that needed it like a certain like event and it would only come by like every half hour and stuff like that and you'd have yeah. people waiting so, i don't know but, man like i remember i was there at the gate for destiny and this feels worse like i gotta yeah. gotta be honest it is a game as a service though so like while yeah. it might be rough now you know they'll patch it and yeah. i think there is a, i think there is a day one patch coming anyway yeah i hope i hope it comes soon um 
All the, yeah, the other thing that's just why like I'm on the topic, the other thing that's bothering me is that sometimes you'll load into um so it's like obviously meant to play multiplayer and you'll load into public sessions. Um and you'll join in like halfway through the mission um into an active game uh and have missed the mission setup and so that you're kind of like playing catch up and sort of lost as to what you're doing and why. Um which maybe there's limited in people playing at the moment and that's kind of more an issue of the amount of people in the server than anything else. Um but then there's also been times when I've like loaded into, um, I'm forgetting what they're called at the moment. The kind of like almost raid like strongholds, I think they're called something like that. Um, and I've like I've loaded into the same one multiple times and been like closed behind a sealed door, so I couldn't like meet up with my allies. Um, I've just been kind of glitched out and locked in this um, empty spot, the empty part of the map. Um, and I've also completed that one twice, and it's not logged the mission progress. So I'm, I'm I'm trying to clear this mission so I can count it towards my things, my track like stats I have to track. And I've completed it twice, and both times it's not registered that I've actually completed it. So I'm kind of pulling my hair out, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm just gonna have to persist with it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, James, you've also been uh, busy reviewing games. You uh, put your review out for Crackdown Three in the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you make of uh, the Xbox exclusive? Um, well, I don't. I'm so like, <laughs> <laughs> strap yourselves in. No, I'm so torn. Like, well, obviously, like I like, I liked it, and it's 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 interesting because like talking about a game like Crackdown Three straight after you've talked about a game like Anthem. It's mm. like almost the polar opposite. Um, Crackdown 3 throws you into this world, lets you do whatever you want to do, doesn't really care about what, what like, you know, what they have to sell you or, like, what, how many hours you have to get out of it. Um, mm. It's like, like, it's got this repetition to it, but it's not as, like, I guess, rigid as, say, something like Anthem is. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just, like... Like, I could go and do... I didn't... There was wasn't a point in that game where, like, I was like, oh, I've got to go back and grind this to do this or whatever. Like, it's just... Yeah. Nothing's gated. Um, traversal's incredibly fun, although I'm sure Anthem's is. Like, that's probably the big thing that I'm looking forward yeah. to about Anthem. But, um, yeah. but then, obviously, like, there's this big cloud hanging over it because it is very much the same game as the first game, just obviously with a few extra bills and whistles that I guess this gen of hardware can provide uh but like i don't know do you think that worked in its favor or were you hoping for more than that well like it's good because like i just said it's good it doesn't have any of that kind of all of the things you come to expect from games today where like they they really want you to play for hours and hours and hours or um they there's needless grinding in it and stuff except for like the last final optional i guess skill sets like i said in my review um like that's that's to its favor i guess but then on the other side of the coin, like, there's not really much that's new. Um, and mm. that game came out 12 years ago. Um, yeah. But, like, ultimately, like, like we talk about, I gave it a 7. Um, the reason I didn't give it, like, a 6 or anything is because the moment-to-moment gameplay is still really fun. Like, mm. just being able to, like, you know, like I said in my review, like, drive your drive your vehicle into a battle, run over some people, pick up the vehicle, throw it at the rest of the people. Um, <laughs> mm. But then also, like, you know, ground pound. Um, you've got three different weapons, like a black hole launch. It's just, like, chaotic, like, really fun, chaotic, over-the-top action that, yeah. that even though it is absolute nonsense, it just makes... It just feels 
fun to play. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like a ja- like an absolutely jacked up Infamous, I guess, is probably the, <laughs> the easiest way to describe okay. it. But um, okay. kind of like uh, Sunset Overdrive sort of vibes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd see like similar DNA between those two games. Um, okay. The the thing with Crackdown Three is is like the newest thing, or I guess the the most unique thing is the wrecking zone. Yep. Which unfortunately is not particularly good. <laughs> oh, um, really? You didn't enjoy it? No, I. Okay. I don't know if it's just the net code or what it was, but um, even though the destruction is really cool, like I think that's a, it's a really cool idea. I don't know. It was just it felt rougher than the campaign, and I mean th- these two modes were made separately. Yeah, but um, I think this is the one. I mean, um, technically, it must be super hard to do, you know? Like, it's cloud-based. Everybody has to have lots of data flowing to and from them in each match. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. maybe they bit off more than they could chew. I don't know. Right. Did you play Wrecking Zone, or did you play the campaign? I did. Yeah, uh, I played a bit of both um, right. when I previewed it. Um, and I really enjoyed um, I really enjoyed Wrecking Zone. I, I thought the, the destruction really sort of added something to it. Um, but I know what you mean about it sort of feeling a bit a bit rougher. Like, it doesn't kind of run as seamlessly, seamlessly as the campaign does it kind of like the edges aren't quite, quite so smoothed out i guess um but i tend to expect that from a multiplayer um, and for something to be kind of running from the cloud uh i was pretty impressed by what it was able to do um see i it is like i'm not saying fun yeah in like, working zone than i did in the campaign I, right. but then again i didn't play obviously didn't play nearly as much of the campaign as you did there's just um, like my something. concern with the campaign was that it looked a bit sort of repetitive i saw within the first five minutes i felt like i could see everything i was going to do for the rest of the game yeah um, like and that does that does that differ that, that's like that is definitely like probably one of the like the, i guess the smaller the worst things about it um but mm. like I said, like with the with your like wide range of abilities and stuff that you get, and as you start to unlock more weapons or unlock more um, like higher tiers of your skills and stuff, like you kind of mm. start each, even though that encounter, the next encounter might be the same, it still is different because you're approaching it differently. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, is it then not up to you then to sort of like kind of create your own fun out of it in a way? Like you're sort of I guess having to shake things up based on how you play the game rather than the opportunities the game's giving you? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, the enemy types, even though there's great enemy variety, like, I guess none of those okay. enemy types really encourage you to use different skills. You can really take them down wherever you want, which can, I guess, yeah, okay. be repetitive. Um, mm. The thing, like, the thing with Microsoft's exclusives is, is they they seem to be about making these, like, kind of sandboxy games where you make your own fun, um, yeah. which just don't seem to review or, like, generate as much publicity as much as, say, the more... Like, like my favorite game last year was potentially God of War. Um, mm. <laughs> like, Still not so sure about that. Huh? No, just in case I missed something, but I'm pretty sure God of War <laughs> was my favorite game last year. But, um, like, do you know what I mean? Like, they're just a different yeah. kind of game. Um, yeah, but they have a lasting appeal. Like, people are still playing Sea of Thieves, right? Like, they're yeah. So apparently, enjoyable. I would love to get back into it, but mm. yeah. Um, and it's just so hard to judge the value of all these games now because I'm like, well, if you've yeah. got it on Game Pass, like, it'll be great. <laughs> like, but mm. then I'm like, is it worth ninety nine ninety five or seventy nine or whatever? Yeah. Um, that that's that's where I kind of have trouble deciding stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've probably played it for a couple of hours now, and I reckon it is one of those games that's good in like hour bursts. Like, it's fun just to jump on, have a bit of mindless, you know, destruction, and then you know. Just be done with it for the night. Yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm so addicted to like collecting orbs. It's madness. 
Yeah, there like, is something weird, intrinsically, oh, like, <laughs> appealing I, about it. I don't know. Like, I, I got all of the agility orbs in, like, Crackdown 1, and I'm just, like, I'm hunting for them all in this one as well. Just even the noises. You hear them when you're yeah, not playing the yeah, game yeah, anymore. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a siren song. Yeah. It's like it just sings to you, and you're like, I'm, I'm getting it. And then you'll get up on so a rooftop, sad. and, you, and you'll, you'll say, ooh, there's another one. And you'll go get that one, and then you'll see another. It's like, oh, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's like uh, it's like it's like James Woods in Family Guy. It's like, ooh, a piece of candy. Yeah, yeah a piece of candy. Literally. But I think yeah. it's like um, a- it's hard because Crackdown, like as a series, when you look at its history, there's been a few people that have been involved in all three, but it's been a pretty much different team each time. So I think yeah. the yeah. problem is, is like each game, rather than building on the last one, each team is, I guess, finding their own footing with the game, and then obviously mm. by that point, time and money's run out, and they just have the same game as before, but a little bit better, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, it's a, it's a good observation. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's does bizarre. Does collecting orbs appeal to you at all, Stephen? Or do any of these games kind of appeal to you? Maybe you're playing Jump Force or uh, Far Cry New Dawn that we also had out last week? Literally none of those. The only new stuff that I'm playing that I haven't already talked about before is the demo for Yoshi's Crafted World. And I imagine that uh-huh. might come up in a later topic, so I don't want to yeah, go into well, it too so much Yeah, we can go now. there now. Speaking of uh, well. Nintendo games, there was a Nintendo Direct that happened just after we recorded the last episode. So we didn't discuss it last week. Um, um, but there were a ton of new announcements, um, as promised. Uh, I guess there were like a fair few big ones we might want to touch on. Um, but the two that stood out to me uh, would have been Super Mario Maker 2 coming out in June this year with a bunch of new courses and features. Uh, and Link's Awakening um, coming back uh, this year. Um, the Game Boy Classic being remade from the ground up with a whole new set of graphics. Um, but there were, of course, like a, a whole load of announcements. Was there a particular one that stood out to you, Stephen? Um, well, Link's Awakening was a fun, uh, fun reveal. I, yeah. I'd, as I do with every direct, I kind of expect nothing so that anything is good. But yeah, every time I'm like, when they have the last little one at the end, I'm like, hmm, it it could be, it might be Metroid this time. Who knows? The yes. trilogy announcement yeah. could happen. It's all you know, baseless speculation. But I have this tiny little glimmer of hope. But then I see this <clears> this <throat> video start. I'm like, oh, this looks very anime. Oh no! And then it was just sort of started <laughs> off there, and it's like, wait, he's got a hood. Wait, this is the start of uh, Link's Awakening. Oh my god! And it just yeah, it was uh-huh. very, very exciting ups and downs for that reveal. I'm I'm very keen for Link's Awakening and the cool new sort of visual style that it has. Mm. I, I mean, like a Zelda game of any kind is exciting, right? Like yeah, absolutely. Even if it is uh, one coming back. Uh, what about yourself, James? Was there something that caught your eye? Uh, mm, no, I was like, <laughs> can't, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps uh, not Tetris ninety nine, the new battle royale game. Um, I've got a really like I've got a conf- I haven't touched my Switch um since the direct. I really want to go back and download like Tetris ninety nine. Um, yeah, but finally but it, a battle royale you can get behind. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just it, it, it's interesting and looks unique, you know. Um, yeah. but I think probably Zelda is probably the only thing that really jumped out at me. Um, mm. this direct as well. Um, Nothing on then, Astral like, Chain. I'm still a little bit like this is super hypocritical of me, but I'm l- <laughs> like another remake from Nintendo. Like, I d- yeah. It, if, if it's just the Game Boy game, but that runs a little bit better with some better visuals, like I don't really know if I'm gonna like I'll buy it. But like, <laughs> there's no I question know, there. <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like with Resident <laughs> Evil Two. Like, that's a new game more or less. Like, it's it is a remake of concept, but like, it's still a pretty new game. 
Uh-huh. Um, but then with this, it does look, everything looks exactly the same. Like, everything I remember is exactly the same in the trailer. Um, yeah. And then the art- I love how... In in one in one breath, he's like slamming, uh, like Link's Awakening, and then like like going, and then saying, "But Resident Evil's are he's like yelling." I get it though. Resident Evil was a different kind of remake. This looks pretty one to one. Whereas like if you put RE two versus RE two and put them next to each other, you're like, these are not the same game. Oh no, I agree. I just love James's passion. (laughs) Yes. Um. I. uh, What do we all think of the visuals of that game? I'm here I think, for I it. It looks great. Yeah, I I was a big fan of like um God, what are they called? Phantom Hourglass and uh, <laughs> Spirit Tracks. Was that what? It, yeah, I those sort of like Wind Waker DS of, ones. Yeah, I think it's a similar sort of vibe that I'm getting from it. Um, I'm down for it. I don't know. I just kind of would like another Zelda game to play on the Switch. I'm easily pleased. In that That's fair enough. It's a, it's the think, it's the strangest one to bring over. Um. I think it's the first 2D one I finished now that I've said, now that I'm thinking about it. So, um, uh-huh. it's just, I remember it was really weird because it's like lots of things but all from the Mario others have sort of been ported recently, haven't they? Like, or not ported necessarily, but like remade. Like, we've had Ocarina of Time recently, we've had Majora's Mask recently. Oh, yeah, but Link to the Link Past, that's worlds. like the one everyone, you know, the Super Nintendo yeah. one. Mm. Um, yeah, fair point. Although Link's Awakening, like, I guess it's probably the one that needs more exposure, I think, maybe. Stephen, help me out. Yeah, I think, like, for, at least for me, it's the only uh, 2D Zelda, aside from Zelda 2, that I haven't finished. So I'm, I'm oh, keen really? for this. I right. played a fair bit of it on Game Boy. I went through a phase where I was buying old systems and old games. Uh, it was an expensive time. I didn't finish mm. it, but I'm, I don't know. This is going to be perfect for me because I'll be able to, you know, enjoy what I've played already and then get to the new stuff and it'll look pretty. And yeah, I, I'm very keen for Link's Awakening. It should be great. And I think as far as exposure, I don't know, the oracles probably could use a little bit of exposure as well, but I'm sure we'll get to those one day. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, was there oh, Astral Chain. I just remembered. Yeah. Sorry. Astral I was Chain, like, yeah. excuse looks, me, who are you? <laughs> that looks good. <laughs> oh um, yeah. The new Platinum Games game. It looks that, very yeah, anime. Yeah, it uh, yeah a little bit, but that's fine. I can put it aside <laughs> for, for this. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was actually quite a meaty direct. Actually, think about it. Like the I'm I'm scroll. We've got a whole list of all the announcements up on the website. I do encourage you to go and check that out. Um, there were some really cool third party announcements as well, like Hellblade coming to the Switch. I think was really cool. Right? Yeah, that's um, really surprising to me. I, I don't it's really know kind how of that will work, but I guess it might. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty like cutting edge visually on you know yeah. modern consoles. So I'm curious to see how much they have to downgrade it to get it running nicely on Switch. But I'm happy mm. for more people to play it. So definitely. Yes. Well, I never, I never got the chance to play it. So <sighs> I, maybe the Switch will be the place. I, I know it looks like a- my kind of game as well. I assume you can get a good pair of headphones for the Switch, can you? Any uh, pair of I headphones. Mean, yeah, you just plug oh, in. Only yeah. in handheld, though, right? Uh, not we. Well, yeah. Fair well, point, you'll you have to snake it to your TV, I guess. Docked, but because <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hellblade is a game best played with headphones. Yes, hundred yeah. percent agree. If you don't play it with headphones, you're not getting it. It's not getting the whole yeah. experience. Doesn't have doesn't like like in the opening doesn't it tell you to put a pair of head on it does on? they're not yeah, joking it does, yeah. it does some really cool things with binaural sound and i don't want to say anything more <laughs> uh well speaking of new game announcements uh it was also announced that hollow knight is getting a sequel uh team cherry has announced that silk song uh which is a sequel to the classic game uh will feature new heroes 150 new enemies new towns new quests and new bosses 
um, I guess everything you would expect from a, from a new game. Um, but I can't remember which of you guys had played Hollow Knight at all. I felt like one of you had. No. Okay. Um, I played. Okay. I, I was like, yeah, cool. Looks really good. It's gonna be like a a big adventure that I'm gonna be lost in for ages. So I, of course, I put it on my Switch to play it on the plane, and yeah, I just couldn't do it. Like it was just not a game. Like you're already uncomfortable on a plane. Like Mm. having, (laughs) look, having like, having to like stress and think about. Yeah, this oh God, kind of so because you get lost in it quite easily, and then and that yeah. I don't know that just flares something up in me, and I just couldn't enjoy it. So I was like, no, I'm going to put it down and play it at home and have a nice, relaxed, stressful experience. But <laughs> it never happened, and now I feel a bit bad. Mm. But I bought it, so like they got my money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I too bought it and played um, uh, a bit of it in sort of lead up to us discussing like the game of the year finalists and whatnot. Um, and I know exactly what you mean. Like, whilst I can appreciate how incredible the game is, um, like technically and visually, um, it, it is kind of like a stressful game in that um, dying has real consequence uh, and it is very hard to avoid not dying. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited that uh, Team Cherry are doing so well. I know that they've got a massive following now right around the world and, and no doubt a lot of people are very excited for Silksong. So glad that it's happening. It's kind of nuts that they've like only announced it for PC and Switch, essentially. Like, that's crazy. Don't uh, you is that the case? I'd miss that. Yeah. Yeah. Surely it'll come to everyone. I mean, I'm sure it will, right? but like, like, I just think it's weird that like normally with the sequel, like to a game like this, they usually will just chuck it on everything. But it's just weird that they stuck yeah, with it. Hmm. It's good that they're uh, giving the game to people who kickstarted the original game too. Like oh. they're just giving it to them. That's oh, cool. Really? Nice. That's even cooler. Uh, yeah. Apparently, it started as a DLC. I think it was like codenamed Hornet, and it right. was originally going to come like, oh, after yeah. Hollow Knight, and then it eventually just spiraled into like a whole new game. So they're just like giving it to the people who kickstarted it. All right. Yeah. So good guys. Yeah. I can't believe it's only. Th- I can't believe it's only three people. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That's yeah. yeah. With like how big that game is as well. Like that's it's. Very, yeah. very impressive. I think they can afford to give away a few copies. <laughs> uh, well, I, I meant, oh, I meant like in terms of the scale of the game itself, not just its success. But yes, absolutely. I think it sold like almost three million copies or something. Yeah, it's awesome. Aussie's mm. doing well. It's good to see. Uh, then the final thing I wanted to talk about this week was an interview that um, Raj did uh, on behalf of Press Start, uh, speaking to I'm going to butcher this name, David Polfelt. Maybe that's Polfed? That's what I was saying. No, Polfelt. yeah. Uh, the managing director of Massive Entertainment uh, about the Division franchise uh, and said some interesting insight about their approach to endgame content that I thought I'd discuss with you guys. Um, I'll read you a couple of quotes from the interview in case you didn't read it. Um, the first being, when we shipped the Division 1, we were very focused on launch day. We imagined we'd have a few weeks of peace as players burned through what was on the disc, but within days, we were asking for more. He goes on to say that up until that point, we were given, we were a little bit old school, uh, where what you launch on the disc is really the game. Now the live game is what people are focused on and not so much what's on the disc anymore. We've made a conscious design to re- decision to rethink the live phase. Instead of thinking of it all as the games of a service, we redefined it to games as a relationship uh brody is like a big fan of the destiny sort of series um mm-hmm. this will no doubt feel kind of familiar to you i think the, the like, two games had kind of similar problems at launch 
Do you think yeah. like this is now the sort of like new kind of gold standard? Like, is this the sort of right approach to be taking with these kind of games? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I would have. I don't know like when the Division One was in uh, development necessarily, so I don't know if that came after Destiny One or around the same time. But I would have um, thought I would have thought a lot it was of definitely people, after. After, yeah, yeah. I would have thought I a lot like of people. It was like September, doing... March. There wasn't it. Like it was. There wasn't much time between the two of them. Yeah, I would have thought a lot of people would have learnt from Destiny. Yeah. In terms of uh, like, because that had like Jack all on the disc, didn't really have a great deal of end game content for like the whole first month, and then mm. they started sort of dropping raids. Um, like Destiny Two did a little bit better in that regard, but um, I think only since they've introduced their uh, sort of like seasonal rollout that they're doing. I think they've sort of finally hit into like a, a rhythm where they're going to constantly be giving players things to do, which is kind of what you need to do with a game like this. Yeah. And it sounds and it sounds like uh, Massive Entertainment have learnt a lot from the Division One, which is uh, promising. I never, I, I didn't play it particularly. I played it for maybe an hour, and the uh, enemies like as bullet sponges thing kind of turned oh, me my off. My God, it. yes. Like. It, <laughs> Like, there was just no variety to anything. And you could say the same for Destiny, I guess. But um, at least I found the uh, the gunplay a bit more satisfying in that. And, like, the... the, <laughs> the, the <laughs> flamethrower. I remember just this mission oh, with oh, flamethrower. Yeah, grenade yeah, yeah, yeah. flamethrower, man. <laughs> it was... Ben oh, my God. Steve were playing, like, this mission late at night, like, 2 a.m. or something. We are like, we'll just finish it. And we never did. And it was just fucked. And we gave up. That was the... It was literally like, again. we'll finish this mission and then one of... Then we have to go to sleep because we've got work tomorrow. And it just ended up being, no, we'll just finish it. We'll finish it. And it ended up being, like, 2 a.m. And we were all just ruined for the next day. <laughs> I think there's rough. a lot of people that remember that, that flamethrower guy. Oh, so bad, <laughs> and like that's, that's that's the bad thing about a game like this. Like when you, I feel like it's a, it's problematic if when say you jack up the difficulty, mm. it doesn't make the enemies smarter. It just makes them able to take more damage. Yeah, I, I think that's a really bad design choice. As it like, like in any game. Yeah. So um, like if they can avoid things like that and like you know like offer more post-launch content, mm. I think um, I I, I like the. It, it it might be a bit faffy and maybe a bit pretentious, but games as a relationship, I think, is a is a as well, someone who's been under the the thumb of Destiny for a long time, <laughs> I think it's very appropriate. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. What do you make of the term, James? Games as a relationship? I think it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you would say that. That's why I threw it to you. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Is it kind of just marketing BS? Do you think? Oh, maybe no. games as a marriage. Games. <laughs> oh gosh! Definitely in the case I get of it. Destiny. I un- no, I understand. I like. I like. I get it. But yeah, I think it's a bit like mean. Not mean. What's the word? It's a bit negative towards like a relationship because I find these things to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think you've taken me the wrong way. You're laughing that much, but I don't think Sorry, the division two is in it for the long term. What I'm saying is, is like, so like, for example, like, I'm just trying to think like Assassin's Creed Odyssey is considered to be that too, right? Like it's got the, it's got a few missions coming out every few weeks. um, And and then it's got like the major DLC coming out in episodes now, which I think is absolutely stupid, but that's another point. But like, and I, all I think about in the back of my head is, oh, I've got to go back and finish this mission or like, oh, they've added that thing and I haven't done it yet. And like, that doesn't, that's not a relationship shouldn't be like that. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, abu- it, it's abusive. Maybe you need to end that relationship. <laughs> like, yeah. like me thinking, you need, but do you know what I mean? Like you me, need to start yeah, a, yeah, I get me. me worrying about, yeah, but, have I maybe done? Maybe that speaks, 
have I done like the maybe that speaks more to the quality for Hitman or like oh shit I'm not home to do this mission that I'm going to miss out on if I don't get home like that that just it just makes me more stressed and angry and that's not really yeah. the goal of a relationship I feel I mean all mm. relationships are exciting at launch it's like you know everything's everything's firing <laughs> everyone's very excited yeah it's just then then I know you just sort of fall into a routine i guess and it's like oh i guess i have to finish that elusive mission or it's just like where's the yeah. spark you just need yeah, to move I on guess to you a kind new of have to like game shaking things up and, and trying new things maybe like much in the way that that fortnite did and why i got so attached try, to yes that. you know try sitting on the couch in new positions maybe it might <laughs> yeah. spice things it's up like naked i mean <laughs> that might do it <laughs> Maybe it is I find like a being naked in relationships is usually pretty good. Because when all of you guys play Fortnite, I get shitty with all of you, and then we don't talk for ages. So maybe it is. Maybe if you played it with me every so often, James, we wouldn't have this problem. I downloaded Apex. Is that enough for you? Oh, did you? Oh, my goodness. This no, is... did. James, did, did... Uh, maybe I will give this another On go. Xbox? I've, I've got it on both. It's free. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but what are, you, what are you maining, bro? I don't know what I'm maining yet I'm not at that point in the relationship <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit casual yeah. at this point Yeah, yeah. I've got side bitches <laughs> <laughs> Oh god Plus I'm also like maintaining this thing with Resident Evil on the side I'm never letting that go Keeps coming oh, out with spicy new content <laughs> Oh, sorry, I think was... you wanted like a serious response from me, and I think I just <laughs> no, took it. No, that was. I, I don't know what I expected, James, but it w- certainly wasn't that. That was that was fantastic. Um, yeah, do you have uh, do you have what the wiki ready for us, um, Stephen? Yes, I do have awesome. what the wiki ready. Um, <laughs> what the wiki is the Starcast game show where the host reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and neither contestants must guess the game. Thanks to the official what the wiki keeper of the score at Jamie Penning over on Twitter, we have a recap from last week. Uh, where oh is this? Oh yeah, I was the winner the week before, so I host, did the hosting duties. Stephen and Matt uh, were this week's or were last week's contenders, and while it looked to be a close. Uh, close game. Matt tripped up on the Assassin's Creed question to give Stephen his first point of the season, meaning that Brody, you and James, and Stephen, so all of us here, are all tied for a point each. Uh, what an even contest we've got May so I just far, say, says Jamie. What a, ph- what a phenomenal new format. What yeah. a great idea. Yeah, I love well, it. From whoever came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's playing out really well so far, Brody. Well done. You're a genius. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're stressing James out big time as well. Uh, uh, so I didn't yeah. get a single one right last time we played, so I I'm not on the ball. Don't worry about that. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully I am again today. Uh, all right, Stephen, take it take it away. Cool. Okay, so this first one was uh, sent in by old mate Jamie Penning to me on Twitter. Uh, it's <laughs> a good bloke. Uh, so I've got not a chance in hell. Uh, we'll see. So uh, the game is a role playing video game developed and published Fuck. by Square for the PlayStation console. Released in 1999. Set on an unnamed fantasy world with science fiction elements, the game follows a group of young mercenaries led by Squall Leon Hart. Brody. Brody was first. Uh, I don't actually know, but I'm going to guess Final Fantasy. Uh, Squall's from 8, isn't he? Final Fantasy 8? Yes, he is. There you go. Well done. <laughs> yes! And uh, the reason for that one is. Wait, he did tell me the reason. Here we go. Um, like Final Fantasy VIII came out 20 years ago in Japan. So A 20? Oh, yeah. It is yeah. That, that, period of, that long. Big 2 Wow. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe I got a... <laughs> came out last week. Sorry. I can't believe I got a Jamie Penning question. I'm, I'm so happy. Yeah, well done. <laughs> okay, let's jump on to the next one. This one, I... 
we'll see if we can go for the full title, but if we get too bad, I'll just accept a partial title because this one I, I didn't even know the title to. And the reminder, if Brody guesses this one, he gets the points this week. It's oh, yes. To two. So, the game <laughs> is a three-part episodic side-scrolling platform video game developed by Ideas from the Deep, a precursor to id Software, and published by Apogee what? Software in 1990 for MS-DOS. Brody. Brody? Uh, Commander Keen. Can, uh, can you give me the whole title? Well, it depends which one it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell me which episode it is. <laughs> the next sentence is, it is the first set of episodes in the game series. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to say Goodbye Galaxy. No. Um, let, let's, uh, let's keep it going just in uh, case. Uh, <laughs> James, this is all you, buddy. The game follows the titular character, an eight-year-old child genius, as he res- retrieves the stolen parts of his spaceship from the cities of Mars, preventing a recently arrived alien mothership from destroying landmarks on Earth, and hunts down... When can I jump back in? Uh, <laughs> at the end of this paragraph, I'll let you know. <laughs> and a recently arrived alien mothership from destroying landmarks on Earth, and hunts down the leader of the aliens, the Grant Intellect, on the alien home planet. The three episodes feature keen running, jumping, shooting through various levels, while opposed by aliens, robots, and other hazards. New paragraph. Everyone's in Ewan. again. Ewan, yeah. Captain Ke- Captain Keen, Jimmy Captain Neutron Boy Keen. Genius. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a I note from no me. I had no idea. When <laughs> Captain <was> Keen. <laughs> the only. Uh, I just ca- felt like Captain, I had is, to squeeze is, a joke in there somewhere. Is, is, is Captain Above Commander, or did he get to know? Uh, I couldn't uh, remember what c word it was. Think of another one to describe you now, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> James, did you, did you want to have a go, James? No. Uh, uh, I don't actually know. Um, Brody. Yeah. Uh, Commander Keen, is it... Uh, I'm trying to think of different ones. I know it's not Keen Dreams. Is it Aliens Ain't My Babysitter? No, you're getting everything but the one. I know but... it's... Can, if I give you... I've, I've got three words. Cause is that enough? <laughs> um, it, that'll get Brody. most of it. Uh, yeah, hey, give it a go. No. I've named so many Commander Keen games. <laughs> huh? Give it a try, James. Don't. Uh-oh. What are your three Hello? words? Well, it's command, Commander Keen and something. It's like oh. it's like it's like invasion of something. But yeah, like, it is. But, it, but I want to win, <laughs> so give me the point. Are we sure it's definitely got nothing to do with Jimmy Neutron? Because it no, does wait, sound a lot like the got, If it's got something to do with invasion, I should get the point. It, it, I think it, it is. It is invasion. It does have invasion of oh, the something. So, like, <laughs> I think <laughs> this round should be invalid. Just saying. Can, yeah. we, can we split it between? Me? <laughs> I mean, mainly I just have a break. I think. <laughs> let's just. Does it, does, it, does it mean I only? Does it mean I only need a half point to win from now on? <laughs> Um, it's like the only sure. one that I've played, but I don't know what it's called. <laughs> well, let- uh, is it like an in- invasion of the? It starts with V, doesn't it? Mm, I'm not going to say yes or no. It what? does. It does. <laughs> I'm just it's imagining like, it, people it, listening it, to this it, just it, flipping it's like, out. It's, it's like Vort 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 Logs or something like that. So that know. Brody doesn't win, do you want to go with the half point? I, I'm not the judge. Is you win sure, the judge? I guess. I guess we can go yeah. a half point. Rock and roll. A half point is basically <laughs> a forfeit. It's invasion Let's of the Vorticons. Let's go Vorticons. to our live audience. <laughs> oh. uh, Vorticon. See, I, got it. I started with V. I knew that. Brody, that's your franchise as well. Like. Damn. I know. That's my thing. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. When did you say that game came out? Uh, 1990 for MS-DOS. 1990. Were you alive? I was. No, I, I was, was six years before I was born. <laughs> I was born. <laughs> I was one. Well, damn, uh, it's like smashing out those games, even as a one-year-old, Brody. Just no, going wild. wild. 
I waited for Commander Keen. Oh. Doom was my first game. That was awful. My head hurts. <laughs> I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm so stressed. Well, uh, let's go and on to the next less stressful one. Uh, so okay. if, w- if we have like a weird situation like that again, do we <laughs> yeah. award half points and both Brody and James win? Like, oh, we're in no. uncharted oh. territory right now. I don't uh, know. It's, mm. a, it's, it's a year of surprises. <laughs> <laughs> it's the season of surprises. What is that what they hit MasterChef to copy MasterChef? Let, let's no, go with that. No <laughs> All right. Okay. With the next that, one. We'll just see what happens. So that was obviously in the news because uh, Keen Dreams came out on Switch and they're gouging people. Exactly. By asking for $15. Anyway, for what on. is otherwise a freeware <laughs> game, but mm, make your own purchasing You, you can play it in there. a browser. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so the next game is a platforming game developed by Artoon for the Nintendo DS. Published by Nintendo, yeah. it was released in North America and Australasia in November 2008. Oh, sorry, 2006. In Europe Here in December go, 2006 and Japan in March 2007. Uh, it could be two things. I'm just waiting for more information. <laughs> <laughs> Only two? It is the sequel to the 1995 SNES game Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. James. James? Oh. Yoshi's Island DS? You got it. <laughs> Thanks. And I was waiting to like... <laughs> These are such Steven games. I was hoping it would get to the next sentence because so the game was originally titled Yoshi's Island 2 and I was hoping someone would say that and get it wrong and then that sentence would come immediately after and vindicate me. But it didn't. Well done, James. <laughs> You're lucky I, um, I know too much about Artoon. Nintendo's, yes. Nintendo's biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's one Brody, one James. Oh. Next one. One and a half, I guess. Oh, yes, <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm so sweaty. The next game, time for my comeback, is a first-person shooter video game developed by Crytek and published by Ubisoft. The game was released for Microsoft Windows on March 23rd, 2004, and it's the first installment in the series. Brody, oh James. damn it, no! <laughs> yes, Brody. Far Cry. Yes, that's the ticket. <laughs> there it is. This is lame. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Well done, Brody. <laughs> Winner on what? Two and a half points. <laughs> two and a half points. Unprecedented. <laughs> no, I got the half point. You both got no, the half point. We both. <laughs> I feel like I feel like half points were awarded to both James. of you. James, if you get a half point, who gets the other half? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's got oh. you there. Gosh, hosting this is a special Have kind a of day. interesting. <laughs> well, no, <I> <laughs> uh, so uh, Brody takes the takes the the early lead in this season out to to two points with you and James and Stephen trailing behind now on one point each. If he wins Should by we that have half the point, other ones just for fun. I mean, the, the half points you mean? I don't know. Just see what Steve L. Stephen had for us. Should I just say? Oh, oh or, yeah. or do we want to just go ahead with how, a, how a no points game? Prep Stephen. Uh, I had. Three more. Oh, no. What's oh. the chance of me being Let, able to get any of those? Uh, let's see if you oh, can get one. Okay, let's go. Oh, of them, this is the potentially I got, most I you I would Far Cry, by the way. I was like... Yeah, just I was, so, yeah, I was like there. Yeah, but I you, and, you, were, you, were, you were way too slow. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember if Crisis was published by Ubisoft or not, but it was No, it's EA. It was EA. Yeah. Well, go. Uh, for, for no points, this game <laughs> no. is a first-person shooter survival horror video game developed Brody. by... Brody. 
Is it Metro 2033? It sure is. <laughs> 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 you went. I wasn't properly paying attention. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, with oh. that, let's bring it in to what was episode 165 of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on Podcast One, iTunes, or any other podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au and visit the site at press.com.au. You can join the conversation using hashtag the Startcast and recommend to Brody this week uh, what games that I will inevitably not be able to guess in what the wiki. Uh, <laughs> we've been joined today by James. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> um, I'm <laughs> Just there. Disarmed. Uh, we've James. also been joined. At. <laughs> Whoa. I'm sorry. Don't worry oh, about it chaos. then. <laughs> <laughs> Moving uh, on. We've also been joined today by Stephen. Yeah, um, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterbox. Oh, you let him Stephen speak. Ibsen. Oh. <laughs> um, follow me on Letterbox to find out what I think about Solo and Harry Potter movies. I guess. Hey James, where can we find you on Letterbox? Huh? Oh, I don't know. How do I... I don't know. Sorry. Oh, I'm under, I'm <laughs> I was on... just trying to throw you a bone. I felt bad. Oh, no. It's fine. Too late. You've already made me feel bad. Just look for James. He's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and taking home the points today, it was Brody. Thank you. Uh, you'll soon be able to find me on Letterboxd. Uh, you know, giving all my hot takes about, you know, Moonlight. Uh, that other movie I watched. And, and the one with Joaquin Phoenix. So, yeah. Incredible. The Master? Yeah. No, I was thinking of uh, You Were Never Really Here. That's a very, very good movie. All right. Okay. Yeah. And I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. See ya. (laughs) See ya. (laughs)